0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Driving to the reds.
1: Another episode, Another episode of, of Driving, Driving to, to the reds with Larry. And Inelia.
0: We didn't do it right yet.
1: No. <laughs> Inelia
0: said we need a metronome. I think we might even need to write the words.
1: Maybe if we write the words and have a metronome, we might get it just right.
0: Okay, but you just surprised me. I didn't know we were ready.
1: I asked you about five times. Well, Did I was ready five
0: times ago, but... Then it was like, "Oh, we're doing it." Okay. Oh
1: my gosh! Blame others. Blame others. Well,
0: I could have blamed the puppy dog. She's just so cute. <laughs> but she's too cute to blame it, huh? Oh,
1: so I'm not so cute. You're enough. too cute,
0: too, honey. Give me a kiss.
1: <laughs> Come here. You put it. put my foot in, in it. it. <laughs> Let's see how you get out of that one. Come on, try.
0: Isn't the weather nice, honey? <laughs> <laughs> the snow's melting. Let's go for a walk. I love walking around town with you.
1: Oh, you're treats. in it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll work on it. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's a fascinating topic in and of itself. How does a man get out of trouble when he puts his foot, foot in, in it? it. Usually it gets worse and worse and worse, but Larry's yes, yeah, no. yeah, as
0: they try harder and harder, sometimes it does end up digging it deeper.
1: Very, very bad, yes. Yes.
0: So one of the tricks, guys, is to uh, don't uh, go into defense. Don't try to give an excuse for yourself. Just switch the channel and say, oh, honey, you're the most beautifulest, the prettiest. I love you. I love Thank
1: you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. Yeah. See, that works. <laughs> it works better that way.
0: You don't have to be right. You gotta be happy, man.
1: Did you say you're not right when you say that?
0: No. When you men try to dig their hole deeper by being right.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> the cute, the puppy is cute. That is true.
1: That is true. Yes. What about me?
0: Yes, you're very cute, too. You're beautiful. And that is also true.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is a perfect example of you walking the edge of trouble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, look at the sun. The sun's coming out, honey.
1: I don't see the sun.
0: Well, it will be coming out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So today we were going to talk about going off grid. And in particular, we've been looking at a piece of land with a friend of ours.
0: A few friends of ours.
1: Yeah, a few friends. Uh, one of them is taking the lead. Um, but it's, fa- it's fascinating to me how it goes back and forth because as a collective, I suppose, as a person, we're very much stuck into the structures that are already present. So anything that doesn't meet that structure appears to be on the onset to be a negative thing. Right. In particular, the land we're looking at is amazing; is just outstanding, and the price is just incredible, affordable. But one of the things is, oh, you're going to have to pay about three hundred thousand minimum to get electricity in there, and it's like good. <laughs> But it can also be, oh, no, I'm not going to get it because then how am I going to pump water, pump water turn on
0: the heater, and my
1: computer, and my computer? Yeah.
0: of course, you know, there's this thing called off grid. And if there was electricity already there,
1: you'd it want an be... off grid spike.
0: It was like, I need to build my house, but I'm going to make it off grid. I know the power wires right there, but I'm going to make it off grid. <laughs> but if there ain't no power wires, like, oh, we can't do it.
1: And I can speak from experience because yeah. when we got the Shaman Shack, I really wanted us to go off grid, but it had a wire and it had electricity. And every time we tried to push it, it was like, <coughs> "No, darling, no, no, no. We're gonna, we're gonna stay okay, on the grid." Okay, we can then. be as
0: off grid as you want, but we're hooking that wire up.
1: <laughs> yes, it costs ten bucks. You go out hook there and flick the, the
0: pa- flick the switch off anytime you want, honey.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? Just go for it. Okay.
0: When you want a shower, though, I'm gonna turn it on for a little while. So the water gets hot.
1: Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> you're not going to build me an awkward thing, huh?
0: Well, no.
1: Oh, there you go. See? Because the wire's This is here. what happens. Yeah, this is what happens. If yeah. it's convenient and it's there, then you hook in and you're in. In the grid, right? It's so easy. Easy to be hooked in. <sighs> yeah.
0: So we yeah. did get our land on the res. We did. Yeah. And what's the first thing we tried to do?
1: I know. Get a Again, wire. Yeah.
0: And what it costs, costs thousands of dollars to get a hole dug for a wire to go in. It dug mm-hmm. up to a pole. Mm-hmm. But the hole's right next to our land, so why not? The but pole for the was last, already there. Yeah. For the last six months, we have, we put our, our camper trailer there. Our camper trailer is an off-grid home. It is. It's all self-contained. Uh-huh. You need nothing.
1: Uh-huh. Except and, the generator.
0: Well, we put a generator on, but we don't need it. I mean, it has batteries. Yeah, but the batteries die. Yeah, we need to charge it somehow. Uh So we used a generator, but we could have used a solar panel thingy. or We could use the. Oh, we watched Thrive 2. Why don't we get one of those things?
1: Yes. I would love to have one of those machines. I'm trying to figure out how to get one or two or three.
0: It's on my instant manifestation list. Okay. So it's coming. I mean... I didn't say I want it in 10 years. I said I want it right now. Something that makes a usable amount of power. And uh it's continuous, right? And I can plug right into it. And then uh doesn't matter where we are, we have access to electricity. Yeah. Because we like those conveniences. Although, you know, we do have propane, which is, I guess, is that free energy? No. No, because you have to fill up the tank, huh? Yep. And the solar, we have this thing called Energy Flex 1500 that's coming in the, well, <clears throat> it was supposed to be here in December and then they made it January and now it's sometime in March or May or something like that because for some reason they're having a hard time digging for the materials to make the batteries that goes in the thing. But oh it's boy. like, it's like a little, <laughs> a little pack, power pack, little generator looking thing yeah. that has a lithium ion batteries inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, plugins on it, and you plug in your stuff, and it works. And then there's a uh, solar panel things. There's a roll up kind, and there's a solid kind, and literally anything that can put out a little bit of volts it will go into the thingy. So that's kind of like free energy, right?
1: No, because it's highly dependent on the minerals, right? I mean, it's well, it needs to be sunny out, or it
0: needs to be oh, tearing. because you got to dig to make the yeah. battery,
1: yeah. Mm. Well, that's
0: okay. No. It is. No. This is free energy, babe.
1: No.
0: You just put it out there, put the thingy up, this little solar panels. Maybe we build a little windmill thing. They have those from the sailboats, remember? Mm-hmm. Put a sailboat windmill up and plug that in there, too, and you've got electricity. Yeah. And no limit to it unless it stops windy. If there's no wind, then there's sun. If there's sun... Sometimes there's no wind, mm. but sometimes there's sun and wind. And if it's cloudy, there's it's going to be wind. You know how weird it is. What weird. if
1: it's, if it's foggy and no wind and no sun? Well. Then we turn an hour generator. That was one on of the, the
0: one. one of the things billions of change guy had. He made a bicycle. You pedal the bike for a day and you get overnights worth of oh, yeah.
1: lights. Yeah. That'd be good.
0: Or we could just pack up our truck and drive to the Shamachak because we've got a wire. <laughs> If the power's off, just ah, let's go to the Shamashack. Yeah, stay there for a night. Yeah, we got we got so, a resolution. So one of the things is like yeah, you know, as you, before you go too far. I was thinking about it. Uh, we we'll watch. I watch a lot of YouTubes, mm-hmm. and I watch a lot of um off grid off grider guys up in Alaska and yeah. building houses off grid. I mean, just to build their house, just to get the wood to their house, they have to, to pack things at a certain time of year only. When the road's frozen, because if it's not frozen, then it's a mud pit and they can't get there. And they got quads and snowmobiles and a sled in the back. And they got to drive for 50 miles. This wood that they had airplane drove in and dropped off in the middle of this lake. And then they put it on the back of this squad. And then they drive it. And then they got the wood. And they have to live out there with bears and mosquitoes and build a dang thing. And it has to be 10 feet off the ground with the thing on the bottom. Because if it melts the ground underneath, then the thing falls into the mud. So, I mean... The idea of building something that's just not hooked up to the electric wire, five miles from the end of the electric wire, you can drive your truck there. I mean, really, that's the so simple. I'm talking about the land that we're talking about. It's right. off grid, but it's so close to the grid, it barely it's counts. Close,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: But that is a fact, that is a point. We can talk about it till our face is blue, but if we have a wire, we will hook into it.
1: That's what I, that was my point. That was my point. Yep. If there's a wire there, we're gonna hook up to it. I've seen it happen. It's happened twice now. The shaman shack and the land at the res.
0: Yes. At the res we dug the pit and the wire's in the pit mm-hmm. and it hooks up to the pole and it comes to this little thing. We can instead of pulling the generator or hooking up these solar panels or or getting the free energy device, we'll just spend a couple grand and hook it up to the wire, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. It was yeah. more like four grand, actually.
0: Well, I I was being generous. A couple grand for me, a couple grand for you, mm-hmm. four grand for us. Yeah, it was four thousand.
1: Yep. It's not cheap to hook up to the grid, man.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. But once it's there, it's going to be hard to be not on there. I know. But we don't actually have too much trouble with that because the grid goes down quite a lot. <laughs> it does. <yeah. laughs> no power.
1: Here it goes. So, I mean, I think once last year was like a week without power. So
0: Yeah. This week we've done two weeks probably. Yeah. But one of the things I've noticed in my on um, telegram threads, I'm part of a lot of threads of people who are looking to, you know, find their tribe. The Freedom um, Cells. Freedom Cells, right. Yeah. And they're looking to get land as a group and support each other in having the life that they want to live you know Mm -hmm. and some of them are into like prepping and end of the world's coming and we need bullets and we need silver and we need um, a safe and some of them are um they're just looking for high frequency group of people to have a like a no masking life you know it's like Mm -hmm. we're sovereign individuals and we can breathe if we want not breathe if we want we're Mm -hmm. in charge of our life and we're free I don't want to shoot everybody, and I don't want to dig in a hole and end of the world coming and live an apocalyptic life group. This is a different group. We just want to, you know, have yurts and campers and cabins and education. share a fire and maybe yeah. share education and share, share a life together as friends. You know, there's like five or six or seven different flavors of group. Of great group. And um, most of them are in the off-grid leaning, yeah. although some of them are um, not so much right. that that's the center of their attention off grid or on grid. Mm-hmm. The center of their attention is they're looking to, um, have a life with people that they're um, connected to mm. who have similar events, you know, what's important to them. Maybe it's animals and farms and stuff. Mm. Maybe it's, um, engineering. Maybe it's vegetables.
1: Maybe it's computers.
0: Yeah. You know, but I see them all, mostly anyway, I see them pretty much running up against the same uh, difficulties, which is how do you how do you organize it? Sort of like a fishing co-op. Oh my gosh. How do you organize it so that everybody's an owner, but there's somebody who can sign the check and sign mm-hmm. the lease and sign the loan and pay the money or whoever and however. In order to get it, you have to somehow claim it. And once mm-hmm. you claimed it, when you have many different people with many different ideas of what to do, I mean, it creates, well, when we did our instant manifestation workshop, you see how many co-creators and blockers in the co-creators <laughs> you run up against. Because yes. some of them are like, off-grid, it has to be off-grid, and don't even bring that wire here. And other mm-hmm. ones are like, hey, that wire's there, I would like to hook up to that wire. So now what do you get when you have those two on the same pile?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah
0: you get stop. Yeah. Because you can't be both.
1: Yeah.
0: So either pick your co-creators carefully or um understand that when you go to through this process of um gathering together and building something together there's um there's people involved in it mm-hmm. and they have different ideas. So being clear and above board is probably one of the most important things, or what is it? What do you think? What do we do? How do you move forward?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that it's important to figure out your rules of engagement, first of all. Yeah. Um, and then see what it is what is it, what's the common thread of your manifestation in this case, the land off grid or on grid. In the grid, right? Right. So you really need to be clear in yourself what you want and if you find that you're not comfortable with it or you're it's rather it's different to what the other people that you're going in with want then you have to step out you know it's like find the group that actually is in your frequency not so much frequency yeah, frequency in the, the the level of awake and, and also high, higher frequency as in positive individuals, not fearful individuals, right? For us, for example.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but also they're in your... like following the same kind of path that you want to follow. Uh, one person might love really wild environments while another wants a very, very manicured yard, you know. Right. And the two are not going to meet very well. They're not going to mix very well. Another thing to be very wary of, and this is from having experienced creating groups since ni- tw- uh, 2014, because I wouldn't even touch groups with a, a pole. No. <laughs> Before that, I wouldn't even go near them. But in 2014... Something shifted and I could see there was a possibility of creating healthy groups. And I started, we, that's why we started Walk With Me Now at the time. And it was an experimenting community from the start. Uh, and, it, and it has evolved through the years to being more and more something that we can genuinely say this is a good community to be in. Especially being lone wolves. Um, I'm like community, I will run the other direction, you know? <laughs> and that's normal for somebody who's awake mostly because we know what happens in groups. And now that the freedom cells and the greatest or greater reset, um, that's connected to it, there's finding that the instructions I gave in 2019 about in October 2019 when I said, Lightworkers, you know, just go out and start creating these new structures. They're doing it. They are, yeah. They're starting, they're investigating, but of course it's decentralized as it should be. But also there's a lot of guidance and things that is useful right now. Like get yourself um a rules of engagement, you know, what do you want, what do you accept, what do you do not accept in the group that you're forming. And also be very, very wary because when the, the, the community spirit came up in the 1960s when it should have taken off, taken off really big time, they were hijacked by the Pooh into the I, me and myself through drugs, sex, and just well, perversion, you know? Yeah. Drug, sex, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. They were totally hijacked. And there will be that attempted also for all these groups. There will be predators. There will be charismatic individuals who will come in and take everybody for a ride somewhere else and maybe empty their coffers and everything else. So you have to be really, really street smart when you go into these groups, but also be proactive and be a leader. Don't wait for the right group to invite you or to find the right group. Start it.
0: Yeah, be be the I mean, you're not gonna be a predator of your own self. I mean
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so And be wary that and be aware that people who come to you be, may be predators. Maybe. I had that experience with the Global Ascension Center. Yeah. When I first started it up I had these amazing individuals coming saying, Yeah, I'm supporting you, I'll help you along, blah 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 and I thought, Okay, let's go for it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't they were just there to ride my energy to take my money and to uh, exploit the people that came over to the group so it's like whoa that was really intense and you know they were women <laughs> so don't think it's you know generated by just men or or it's gender specific um so yeah be very aware um, have a look see but do look, I've been telling everybody, look for your tribes, more than one, look for your tribes. And as you step into the off-grid stuff, and you want to set up a community or a village with people of like mind that don't wear masks, who don't vaccinate, and who don't believe in uh, all the Kool-Aid that the governments around the planet are giving out right now, you know, you set up your own communication system, set up your own um buses and transport, airline, helicopter line. I don't know what those are <laughs> called. But yeah, so be a proactive and do it, but be also very street smart around it. And yeah, for me, this land that we're looking at as a community here in the peninsula, it's amazing. But there are a lot of people involved and there's a lot of different energies involved and
0: it's different ideas ideas, of what to do and what it is and what it represents even Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't i think as as we've been it's kind of like showing it's a little bit like way showing the way has been shown Mm -hmm. and the consequences of those ways have also been shown and the results of many of those ways like in fort townsend right now there's a community several probably i think two that have uh they're basically what we're talking about doing where you have 10 people or so who share a de- decent sized acreage and have different responsibilities towards it, um, leasing it or sub owning it or or whatever. And if they leave, you know, how does that I mean, if they want to leave, how do they sell things like that or all those arrangements and the organizational structure and all that's been done multiple times. So um, the answer is like readily findable, and Mm -hmm. that's nice. And all of the little details, well, how do we get water if we don't have water? How do we get electricity if we don't have that? How do we get the sewer system set up? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, all of those things have already been done. It's just a matter of researching it to some degree, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So the answers are there, but each answer fits a specific set of circumstances. So the a relevant thing is to think of the circumstances you want to live in mm-hmm. do you want to live in a in a petting zoo yes <laughs> i mean do you want to live in a, <laughs> do you want to live in a uh, suburban neighborhood with beautiful like mansions and a center um park yes. where you gather together you go out your back porch and there's a place to <laughs> gather as a group but you go on your front porch and it's your yard And your little garage with your Mercedes in it and stuff. Or do you want to live in a three-story tower with a view of the mountains and there's elk running in the backyard and you got five people, but they're about, you know, just a little bit further than you can see over there down that trail. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a hundred acres that you share, but there's no electricity, no water, and you're going to have to go cut some firewood once in a while. Or somewhere in between, right? What do you want? Do you want a place that you gather together that has a reason to be there besides just the people that are there? Mm-hmm. Or do you want the least expense for gathering a place and just the people are the ones that's important? I mean, there's lots of questions, Oh, right? my
1: gosh, yeah. Lots of lists, lots of different dynamics.
0: Because, like, when we um, look around for land for a community of, you know, five to ten people,
1: and the ones that are,
0: and- you know... And a school and et cetera, et cetera. The ones that are available that have all of the utilities that are big enough, those are a million, two million dollars. Yeah. The ones that don't have all of that stuff, often and most of them don't have any reason to be there. It's <laughs> like in order to get there, remember we drove half an hour down a logging road and then we ended up on the wrong side of the road. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's isolated. <laughs> That's isolated. It and it was still two or three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And it's just um trees and dirt on a muddy hill. Very, very In steep. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so uh the finding part is interesting. When you finally find something, it's like, oh my gosh, look, this one's perfect. Has a reason to be there. Has flat places. Mm-hmm. Has water. It's not so far you can't get there. It's not down a dirt road. And the price is right. Then what comes up?
1: Personalities
0: personalities.
1: What else comes up?
0: Um, purposes.
1: Yeah, purposes.
0: Yeah, because when you find something that's reasonably priced enough that you could just buy it, then yeah. you're like, well, I'll just buy it. It'll be mine. <laughs> It'll be mine, yeah. <laughs> and why not, to, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, if you share it, then other people have a say in it. That's true, yeah. So that was a good test that you did when you first um looked at that. Mm-hmm. Can you need to describe that so everybody can use that when they're like talking to
1: their own groups? Yeah. So if you're not decided on, will one person buy it and then we'll all share it and call the cost and blah blah blah, or should we start a community like a company to buy it and, and we start together and put the money in first pay, yeah, and, then and use this. what we got to do? Yeah. So when you're not sure, uh, the example that I used was uh, two two sets. An individual who said, yeah, I'll buy it for the community and then we had to clarify what that meant for us, what community meant to us. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the person, right? Uh, What community meant to that person and what community meant to me. And we had that discussion and it was extremely different, like radically different. Radically different. So that's the first thing. What does community mean to you? And um, whether it's community owned or singularly owned, I said, well, okay, so you buy it for the community and we're just in the middle of figuring out how to share the land costs and everything so that it's genuinely a community property and we go out with our metal detector and find a nugget of gold. Does a nugget of gold belong to the person or does it belong to the community?
0: Finders, keepers, losers, or, weepers.
1: Right. Or that, right? I found it as mine. <laughs> so... Okay, I'll share. <laughs> So that's one of them that will really (laughs) illustrate who does the land belong to. And the other one is, okay, so the prime location to put your house on. The Um, most
0: perfect location with the best sun uh and easy access to the pipes and things. Yeah, Who gets to choose that one? Who's that?
1: Right. Is it where the community whole house is going to be with all the learning center and... The
0: school or the um, community house with the community kitchen and the community hall and the gathering space. Or is it going to be built by
1: the person who bought the land originally before he or she splits it up? So all these illustrate what we're talking about here. Is it community decisions? Is it community land? Or is it just private land that then is going to be opened up to other people? Right. So that's... Where we're at with a piece of land here in the peninsula right now, deciding what form it's going to take. Is it one private land that then is going to be leased or rented out to other people who might want to join? Or is it going to be...
0: Like 10 chunks of one land that's chunked into 10 little chunks Mm -hmm. that each person owns a chunk of it? Or is it one big land owned by a
1: A company? An
0: LLC that's the The shell company in a way? And then each person who's going to be there leases a right to exist there, and then they're going to have to be like first, first um, come, first serve. You pick the spot by how quick you got there.
1: <laughs> and then responsible for the costs so of the little you know, the the land taxes and the
0: yeah, that part needs to the be el- like the electricity dues, like the that we're talking dues, about. Or, yeah. Hey, let's bring a wire in here. It's going to cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Everybody needs mm-hmm. to put up twenty grand. Mm-hmm. Does everybody got it? Yeah. Well, I don't want it. <laughs> so do I still have to pay for it if I don't want it? No. So now everybody has to pay 22 grand instead of 20 grand? Yeah. But what if they don't do it and then they say, okay, I decided all that my I want it now. Cause look how easy it is. My generator died. Can I get a plug in? Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh man. You can be hardcore, huh? Uh-huh. You're the land bossy boss. Yeah. So man. That's kind of what reminds me of uh one of our friends lives in a neighborhood that has a community well.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And they have a like some kind of a uh, board.
1: Yeah. And beauty, everybody yeah. has to
0: like serve their time on the board or something. Yeah. And then they get to be the bosses of the water for a little while uh-huh. or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Or the stewards of the water, how do they right. think of it?
1: I don't know. I've no part of that <clears> community so I couldn't tell you.
0: And I think that um the experience probably is varied because you know people come in and move. Move in and move out, and they have different priorities. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody in that board has, at one point or another, said, "We need to get some fluoride in this water."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do Probably. they make those choices?
1: Yeah, yep. It's, it's so complicated. You know, it'd be easier.
0: What cabin in the woods?
1: <laughs> we nobody else around. <laughs> With nobody else around, so
0: the lone wolf is strong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Uh, it kind of is a good thing to be aware of. Most of us have our lone wolf tendencies, and we like the idea that there should be some way to share costs and community and camaraderie, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, when you're trying to share those things with a bunch of lone wolves, things gets a little bit stickier.
1: Yeah, it does, yeah.
0: So go into this knowing that, knowing that, It can be easy, but it's probably going to hit these little stumblies, these little walls, these little boulders that you have to jump over. Mm -hmm. And you're a high-frequency person, and the person that you're working with, they're also a high-frequency person. They're, in our case, I'm saying. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Be careful who you pick.
1: Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) And their main intention isn't to do you harm, but they have firewalls and they have limitations and they have...
1: Or different ideas of what's different nice. Different ideas of
0: what's nice. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you um, talk about them, sometimes what you bring, your perspective helps them over that hurdle. And mm-hmm. sometimes what they bring says, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You're right. That's a better idea. Mm-hmm. So if you're working towards a common goal and you're high frequency and you know the other ones aren't there to hurt you, it maybe helps. What do you
1: think? Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: It's still a lot harder. I mean, I remember when, when I said, um, some time ago, I think 2011 or something, I said, oh, well, something about having an event on February 11th, 12th, 13th, something like that, 2010. I said, uh you said you would go and do a meditation at an event if I had it. Do
1: mm-hmm. you remember that? Yeah. In Berkeley? Yeah. It's called I think Symphony it's of Meditation 2011.
0: Mm. Symphony of Meditation. And so I invited two or three other um presenters and I remember in the process you said uh, you had been teaching a bit about co-creation because uh, mm, yeah, uh my tendency is just to want to do it myself.
1: Just, just create it. Just do <laughs> it.
0: Okay, it's going to be food, and I'm going to pick the food because I can pick good food. Yeah. I don't think nobody else is <clears throat> And they're going to cook it, and they're going to bring it. Yeah. Guess what? Food solved. <laughs> There's no committee about it. There's no what's going to be on the right. menu. There's no, how it. much is it going to cost? Where's it going to be? It's paid for. I'll find the it's location. Cooked, and it's delivered. <laughs> well, where are we going to do it? I found a place. I paid for it. It's already. <laughs> yeah. So, these are the dates. This is when it is. And this mm-hmm. is how much it's going to cost. Yeah. And uh, you were telling me how much nicer it is to co-create. And then when I try to do some co-creations, it turns out I'm, I mean... My ears were open but I didn't have a lot of fun with the co-creating bit.
1: Well, yeah, I that's mean, a skill too.
0: It's a skill that takes yeah. training. Maybe yes. you could do
1: What?
0: A co-creating class of some kind.
1: Oh, man. So I don't know about that. Can you that. can you
0: make us can you make us a course about building community or building land together or co-creating a process? Something I, like that. Do you think that could be somewhere on the back burner? Yeah, in between suppose, writing a book.
1: Yeah, we could start like thinking about it because, quite honestly, I the the only experience that I have genuinely of creating really high frequency groups is with Walk with Me now. Yeah. And <clears throat> to me, it's it's simple, you know. It's like, and I find that people filter this in, themselves into it and out of it. Quite spontaneously, we have had. Very, very few cases where we've throughout all these years when we've had to ask somebody to leave, for example, and very few cases when we're like forcing people to join because it really you should be in this place, right? <laughs> yeah. Um but mostly I find that I'm allergic to groups, you know, up <laughs> yes, I prefer not to be in a group. So for me to create such a course would be, (laughs) I would have to start working (laughs) on it myself for about a year, you know?
0: I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I like hanging out with people, but I also...
1: And I know it's part of human nature. Like just doing my thing. You know, it's human nature to be around people and have others that you see every day and you say hi to. And it's human nature that's actually the natural state for us to be with other people around us. And children too, you know? Yeah. So, and I know that that's been deleted from our planet by big corp or whatever you want to call it, the poo, you know, power of others thing. So it's, it is important for people to connect, but I also feel that when you're st when you're in that high frequency, you naturally and spontaneously, and when you're street smart, Attract those people like when we were in that land and we're love it because it's got a beach and it's got fossils on the beach. And and then we were just walking around wondering, I wonder if this is a fossil. I wonder what this is. I wonder what this is and what the one that says. And suddenly out of nowhere comes this young man.
0: He popped out of nowhere like that. Oh, (laughs) he just walked literally out of nothing. Yeah. Nobody was there. And bang, all of a sudden he was there. He was there. And we are miles away from anywhere.
1: Yeah. We didn't walk around the corner.
0: Well, I know he walked around the corner, but (laughs) around the corner is like Schrodinger's cat.
1: And he was carrying this mallet, is called? A pick. A pick. He looked like a dwarf
0: with his pick. Yeah, except he
1: was seven foot tall. (laughs) Except for he wasn't short, no. Yeah. And I said, oh, did you get any treasures? And he started talking about his treasures and there were all these fossils and rocks and things and... He knew everything. So he started taking things they
0: were. Yeah. out of my
1: pocket. of so, what, what is this? And "What is was like, he was this like
0: little bit oh, a blah blah blah. a blah,
1: bit of a little bit was a walking encyclopedia. He wasn't afraid of us being near him without masks, and he was amazing. He was just genuinely like perfect.
0: He was a fount of information. Yeah, who of am also texting with still, yeah. who told me what machines to get to chip away at our little fossils Uh and uh some courses and books and things to study so we have more data about where is this from when is it from and it's like they're 20 to 50 million year old Mm -hmm. clams and things
1: and he said oh wow so if you buy this land i hope that i can still come over and look for fossils Yes, yeah, so and not only that, you can, have going, a class. <laughs> you can give us a class, man, or a monthly class. We're gonna on create how to do a building and, for you to
0: come hang yeah. out and leave your treasures <laughs> that you don't want to pack all the way back to Seattle every time.
1: <laughs> he was laughing.
0: <laughs> you can have a shelf. That's but Robert's. That's how it works, Robert's you know? <laughs> Shelf.
1: Yeah, Robert's shelf. <laughs> but that's how it works. You know, it's like when you're open to that, you spontaneously manifest the individuals who are genuinely connected to you. Yeah. And. It would be really awesome, I think, to get that beach, just for the beach, you know. I do too. But, yeah, I can understand the enormity of it. I mean, it's a big investment, and it's a lot of responsibility. And
0: It's a funny, too, funny thing. If I had the cash, I would just buy it. Me too. Yeah. I wouldn't think about it twice. Yeah, I wouldn't. But when you have the cash, the people who have the cash have, like, blocks.
1: Not necessarily, but... Sometimes. obviously we are manifesting a block for some reason okay. and um, is it a block or not I'm not sure right? how do we find out I don't know
0: well we yeah. found out with our land on the res remember
1: yes we did we found out why it was it was blocked
0: well we we think we found out mm-hmm. but every time we find out what the block is then things are clear to move yes. forward yes so yeah. introspection right some form of uh, mm. contemplation some form of pull a card we did pull Gaia cards yeah, I mean,
1: no. Yeah, no. I use my tools, you know. I do the field processing exercise, and then I do the firewalls exercise and the barriers exercise. And what I do is like what I did in that case of the land and the rest is mm-hmm. like, eh, it's not quite right. No, I'm gonna follow this thing, and then I follow energy lines from the field, uh, the firewalls exercise. Oh, okay. And eventually, I got a a total answer, right? But it's not like thinking about it or psychoanalyzing or trying to analyze it with the mind as such, but more like frequencies, following frequencies and energies until you get a really good data point and then you test it with truthing, the truthing exercise. And if you get a genuine, oh yeah, this is what it is, then you know, and then you can relax about it. Right? But I haven't done any of that with this land, um, It feels that with every single piece of land that we've looked in the past, if it's not ours, it's going to get sold real fast. That's a fact. That's a fact. But also, it is also true that if we don't move on it, windows of opportunity do close in our lives and they don't come back.
0: That's a fact, too. Yeah,
1: so it's like a balance between the two. And, um, yeah, it's a balance between those two to see how... How it moves.
0: So, when you come across the, the firewalls and what you observe it to be is it other people, do you change those people or no. do you process what you might, or mm-hmm. look at what you might have? It's not about them. Communicate other people. with them. Yeah. Or what is the deal?
1: So, it's, when you find a block, it's, not, it's never about other people. You have to look and see well, how am I, why am I manifesting this block? How and why am I manifesting this block? Right. And then, yeah, you can look at the process and then have a conversation with the person. Hey, yeah, I feel blocked and I want to look at it with you. Because, yes, yeah, it's, it's why would you manifest the person that blocks you? Right.
0: Well, we talked about that at the beginning because sometimes you pick the wrong people and sometimes people have, um, people stuff that need to be processed through. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's all of the above. There's lots of reasons. Yeah. But um oftentimes I've found that Gaia is a uh, not a harsh mistress, but Gaia is a um would we'll, would we'll say s- she's has strong he she's Gaia has strong um strong f- not fences so much as um. I guess we call them cement walls that you cannot climb over. <laughs> That's probably closer. Okay. <laughs> they're like 100-foot-tall cement walls with no... They're polished smooth as silk and glass. Mm-hmm. So if you have a suction cup on there, it would still not work mm. because it's cement and it had holes in it and stuff, so they'd fall right off. Yeah. The insurmountable wall.
1: Insurmountable walls. You
0: could run as hard as you want at that wall, and guy will say, go for it.
1: <laughs> go ahead. Let's go ahead. You can
0: bang on that wall all your day long if you like. I want yeah. you over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But, you know, that's a little bit of a um extreme um example of it because obviously I've made it over that wall plenty of times in
1: my life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <And then you laughs> to go, my oops. own detriment, and go, yeah. oh,
0: wait a minute. That wasn't such a good plan, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you can do it sure you can you can scale steal idea. that well but yeah. you know if you move in the direction where the stream is going it's always better than trying to fight the stream right yeah. and you did create a plan uh and you are a part of a scheme an orchestration that you've all volunteered to be a part of so when you um acknowledge that part a little bit and then make allowances for it and allow the communications in you know it it can be easier
1: Oh,
0: yeah. So uh, the nature of a human who's a lone wolf is when they run across these obstacles and they're a doer, they're like, just get that obstacle out of my way. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> yes. And other, other type personalities are like, when they hit that obstacle, they say, I don't know what to do. Can you take care of it for me? Yeah. And, you know, there's yeah. multiple personalities,
1: huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Well, I don't feel complete yet on it because (laughs)
0: I'm in the middle of it.
1: (laughs) Well, we could go on on this, and that's part of it, right? Part of it is that we haven't figured it out, but it is an exploration, and the exploration is happening quickly around the planet as all these groups and individuals are getting together to form uh, structures to move forward in the world with work, with living situations, with education, health... You know, the main thing is, you know, communications. Health even, Power. right. Yeah, It's almost so, like,
0: almost like Dungeons and Dragons where you assemble your party.
1: Yes. So basically, you know, it's like, do that. Investigate, look, get into the Freedom Cells organization and. In, I'm sure there's explore. others from that too. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. All over the planet. Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
0: There are many different. Examples <clears throat> That's of the ones that.
1: that I've seen that I went into and I liked. Obviously not, I don't like all the groups there. You know? Like I said, some are based on, you yeah, know, we us get uh, bullets, and, bullets and bacon and canned uh, uh, beans
0: and <laughs> some yeah, rice.
1: Yeah. So yeah, not all of them are genuinely resonant to me personally, but a lot of them are. Right. And I like the energy of that. And I'm hoping the best that this time it doesn't get hijacked. Right. So I suppose good.
0: we could, we could, um, use our, Existing community at Walk With Me Now to start digging into some of these
1: topics together. Mm-hmm. I have invited, I've started several for, uh, forum threads. threads on investigating this. Um, so far, you haven't seen many responses, but I think it's good. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, it's what we'll be. Yeah. We'll have some threads there to um, start working out the kinks, and we'll be working out the kinks. And as we do, I suppose uh, the place to find you to see how it's going would be Walk With Me Now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because then yeah. you'd be on the Talk With Me Now thread, too. Mm-hmm. And that Talk mm-hmm. With Me Now thread is like, in five minutes, this is happening. In 10 mm-hmm. minutes, we did this. and I mean, it's immediate. And yeah. Walk With Me Now, we have a, a thread where we can really carry the data over time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And the data is still yeah. there, and it's searchable. Yeah, And the tacos now telegram is kind of like, really fast. hey, Tuesday, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, yeah. we're going to go visit the lab. Okay, cool. What time are you going to be there? In a half hour? All right. Let's go for a hike. Hey, yeah. I found a clam. Want to see the pictures? <laughs> I'm going to fly the drone. Oh, you flew the drone. That video was amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: How do I get involved?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's what it's about.
1: It is, yeah. So, and personally speaking, I'm also exploring com- a community in the Second Life Grid. Oh, right. And
0: you'd built a city li- in Eliaville.
1: <laughs> it's not in Eliaville. Oh. Uh, but it, I can see why you would mistake it for that because <laughs> it's, it's basically somebody taking ownership and of the responsibility to build it. Uh-huh. And then how is responsibility, right? Not ownership or such. Or the responsibility of ownership of owning the responsibility rather than the city. Ah, so I, like I did that and I waited and I knew that eventually other individuals would step up and take on that responsibility to own it. Mm-hmm. And that's happening, right? Because the environment was such that made created in such a way that, um, it was given that responsibility. It was invited. It was asked for and waited at, upon you know waited for it wasn't at the moment it's like you know, can we do xyz and i look at it yes yes or no but only because i have more knowledge than that individuals about how second life works that's right, the only right, reason right. that's it,
0: that's it yeah. yeah
1: but as people start learning they are able to then um take those decisions uh-huh. so say hey what you know why don't we do this instead sure let's go try that you know let's do it or if they say, hey, why don't we do this? Uh, it's not possible in Second Life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same with these groups. You take ownership of the responsibility to create it, but be open and willing to not be a dictator, but be open and willing to uh, allow others to take the responsibility also.
0: I like to think of it as way shower. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. a
0: way shower. Way yeah. mm-hmm. Here's a way.
1: Oh, that's the way. And don't get in love with your creation.
0: Your way is not the only way.
1: Exactly, because a lot of the city now has been demolished and rebuilt because people say, nah, that <laughs> I like your way, there, but I like my way too. <laughs> that like, that building there, I don't think so. Why don't you turn this <laughs> building around and you have a beautiful <laughs> view? Or can you put one here and delete that one? Because that one's horrible. And I'm, I'm not in love with it. You know, I'm not attached to it. So I say, like, oh, sure, let's try it. Yeah. And amazing, amazing spots have come up, you know, really, really amazing great co-creation there.
0: So... The moral of the story is co-creation does work. Oh, yeah. Just don't be married to to, your way.
1: Don't be married to your way and own the responsibility, not the creation. Of showing away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Own the responsibility of showing away, but don't be married to that way. Exactly. Okay, good. I feel complete now. Perfect. I love you, honey.
1: I love you too, darling. You did a really, really good job today. You did.